those are just those little strange things that you know probably everybody was saying what the heck is that but I'm sure they said that a lot yesterday um by the way by the way I I don't know um Sue I think I can say this without any problems can I um the annual conference is over the bishop has appointed all the people she's going to appoint and um I'm just giving you warning I guess or blessing at least Phyllis Ann's excited we're going to be here another year until next July okay so <laughs> you know you know how it goes you're only here from July to July say so well, praise God so as long as Phyllis Ann is happy I'm, I'm happy you know so well let's look at our Bible verse today Genesis chapter 6 and um, stay in that Genesis if you want to uh, but all I want to do is read Genesis chapter 6 verse 8 it goes like this but Noah anytime you see that Hina Hina that's the Greek, the Greek um, word for um, but or and or therefore um, but Noah you should stop and say but Noah what but Noah found favor found favor in the eyes of God which was very important at that time. This is the word of God for all of his people today. Thanks be to God. So you guys at home, keep your Bibles open. Uh, keep them open here if you want to. Um, I want to just just briefly this morning talk to you about, about but Noah. And I wonder, yesterday, if you don't know it, then... Even with um, uh, William's brother Carl, there was that but Carl, but Noah, but Noah, but Fred. I kept getting duh Fred mixed up yesterday. I'm telling you, it was just crazy. Um, duh Fred, you know, <laughs> I don't know what somebody gave that to him. Uh, bowling, or his friend, I think, did. I don't know who did. But anyways, um, um, you know, but Vic, but um, Bruce, but whomever you've lost lately. You could say but found favor in God's eyes. You get that? I wonder. I wonder if they would say, if people would say that to us about us concerning us, and that's the thought that I'm talking this morning to you. Um, uh, that Noah has something to share with us that it would be, but and then put whoever you want in there. But Floyd, put your name in there. Put somebody's name in there. Found favor in the eyes of God. Powerful statement. Something that we need to grab a hold of. I like the the um, message and how Eugene Peter Peterson paraphrases this. He said, "But Noah was different. Noah was different. God liked what He saw in him." Now I hope that's what happens to me. What did God see and know is the big question. And um, today I just want to go through three things just rather um, quickly because I don't know about you, but I'm tired. Uh, the three things that we need to do I think to um, 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 maybe possibly achieve but found favor in God's eyes you know um, let's look at these three things uh, that will help us I think as we seek to find favor with God in our lives and I think there are things that uh, you and I need to understand it's, it takes commitment. We need to commit to these three things. Um, anything in life, you know. Um, I think of, um, of um, 
the young rising girl, rising girl Carly. You know, she's committed. If you haven't talked to her lately, she's committed to being the greatest nurse in the world. I don't know if you know that or not. And that just doesn't happen, does it? There's things she's got to do, things she must do, things uh, that she has no choice that she has to do to become that person. And I believe with her her faith and, and her, her background in the church and her family and everything that she'll be that great nurse. Probably already is. Amen? She's just going to get better and better at it. The first thing I think that um, when we hear but Noah is that uh, some reason or some other reason, who knows what it is, but for these three things, Noah committed himself to having a, a daily fellowship with God. So we need to commit ourselves to have that same thing, a daily, not, not once a week, not once a week, but daily. If you listen to it in verse 9, Noah walked with God. He was, uh, you have to pay attention to it. He, he tried, the, the um, Living Bible paraphrases it this way, he tried always to conduct his affairs according to God's will. It's simply this. Noah walked every day with God. Every day was a, a day that he pursued to have a relationship with Jesus Christ, with God the Father at that time. Um, and, and especially the, the, today, we all understand what it means to be just a Sunday morning Christian. And then as soon as Monday comes or Sunday afternoon, we forget all that stuff and Satan tempts us to try to be not that Christian that we want to be. Micah, if you want to write this verse down, Micah chapter 6, verse 8, says this. This is what the Lord requires. Are you ready? Three things. The Lord requires this of you, to always act justly, to love with mercy, and to walk humbly before the Lord our God. And I think in, in Moses or Noah's everyday walk, that's what he did. That's why we hear, but Noah. But Noah, at that time, you know, we're right at the time when, when God is upset with all that he's created and he's going to destroy it. But Noah, you know, but Noah. So if we're serious, if we're serious about our commitment to having a daily walk with Christ, then there's things we ought to be doing things we ought to be doing and trying to do not trying there's no option i don't think if we want to walk daily with christ uh, with god with the holy spirit we need to have a every day be in prayer uh, not a, not a thought is that every day we need to read his word every day we have to have a chance that we can stop yesterday I, we stopped everything we stopped everything and just had a quiet time we need to have a quiet time where we worship god every day just think about what he's doing. And uh, yesterday it was uh, too focused. Focused in on Fred's song and then our song of, of where we're at. W- but it doesn't matter. Every day we should spend time in, in worship. Now here's a, a tough one for us because we're so separated. Have been, but it, it can be stopped now. Every day we need to be in fellowship. Every day we need to have some form of sol- fellowship with another Christian. Uh, I, I often say there's no SSCs. Do you know what an SSC is? A secret service Christian? That's not in God's mind. God has nobody like that. We are to be in fellowship one with another. And then I think too, these, 
five attributes that I think Noah had. We need to be in service to the people around us. We need to be those hands that reach out. We need to be the voice. We need to be the feet of God every day. Not once in a while, but every day. And then we, we will have a chance of, of hearing but Floyd, eh? but whoever you put in there. So we, commit our, we need to commit ourselves to um, having fellowship daily, being with Christ daily and God and the Holy Spirit daily. And then we need to have a lifelong obedience. This is a terrible one. You, and I think it's why some people don't commit their lives to Christ because they don't want to have to do this forever. I really truly believe that. They, they, they just don't want to give up what they have and, and, uh, that is not eternal, but yet they don't don't care too much about saying, okay, I'm going to surrender all this and have a better life. A better life than we have now in, in, the, in, the, in the past few decades. And I think it's changing now. It might not be, I'm not sure. But in the past few decades, the only reason that somebody came to church was because they were in crisis. As soon as the crisis is over, they're gone. Uh, take 9-11, for example, last time. 9-11 happened, the churches were loaded, weren't they? I remember it distinctly. It was crazy, crazy. Within a month, they were gone. Because we only need God for that time. We don't want to do something eternal. It's a day-to-day thing. Uh, Noah, Noah probably was going crazy. I, I can imagine. You know, we don't know how long it took Noah to build the, build the ark. We don't know how long it took. Some people think it might have taken over 100 years. And if you listen, if you listen to God's word and uh, hear the ages of Noah's sons, you know it took at least 70 years. <laughs> okay. Seventy years he's building an ark. Mm. We don't feel like um, building too much. That would take that long today. Um, building something in your life that people laugh at, you know? Ah, they call it. <laughs> and you call yourself a Christian? Oh, my goodness. And we laugh. The people laugh at you, you know? Um, talking about Christ coming back and... You know, Noah's building this ark, and there's not a cloud in the sky. You know, and it's 70 miles from the nearest place that would hold the ark that he's doing. It's crazy what people do. Twice the Bible said to us, though, that Noah did everything that God wanted him to do. <laughs> verse six, chap- or chapter 6, verse 22, and then chapter 7, verse 5. And it's important for us to realize that Noah did all that God commanded him to do. I think that's important. I think that's important for us to understand. Um, Noah's Noah's um, obedience was a was a long term obedience. We have a sh- problem with short term obedience. Um, and then the next one uh, really hits me is um, Noah's obedience was also filled with a lot of patience. I'd have been yelling at those rabbits all the time. You know, quit fooling around. And, and I think Noah's obedience was driven simply by his faith because of who he was, he felt, in God's time. I don't know about you, but hang on to this thought. Could we, could we 
wait that long for God to answer our prayers. You know, we want God, we, I don't have this problem, but most of you do. Um, <laughs> it's called instant gratification, you know. Okay, God, I need you to take care of this problem, and, you know, you need to do it, not tomorrow, but yesterday. I asked my daughter one time, she sa- I said to her, I said, no, I'm not impatient, are you? Am I? I said, I said, I'm not impatient, am I? And she just chuckled and said, yes, Dad. And I thought, oh, I'm the most patient person in the world. I guess I'm not. You see, Noah's obedience was much different than ours could ever be. We need to work on that. It's not that we can't get there, um, but... Uh, uh, we want incremental um, uh, achievement. I pray for this and get a little bit of an insight that it's going to be okay. I pray for that and it's going to be okay. You know, I pray for this and I see just a, it's like going on a diet. You know, I go on so many diets that you wouldn't believe it. And I, I eat really good for a week. Why didn't I lose 100 pounds? Are you all with me? You know, you folks that need to lose 10 you know, go on that diet and lose a pound and say, okay, that didn't work, you know. I want to lose 100, so I quit eating. I should lose 100 pounds. I don't want to do it in little little increments of maybe a pound in a month, you know what I mean? I don't want to do that. I want it to come off. But it took me 50 years to put it on. <laughs> And sometimes that obedience that God gives us does come with immediate payoffs, but most of the time it doesn't. I can imagine, I can imagine Noah praying, is it going to rain? I got the ark done, is it going to rain? God says, not yet. (laughs) But hang on. And he did, and he hung on, and guess what happened? Noah saved his family and his friend, and he saved creation. So we need to commit ourselves daily with God, we need to commit ourselves to a lifelong um, avenue of obedience to him and everything he says. And then if you look in uh, Genesis chapter 8, the ark has opened up. And I think a powerful thing that we often miss and miss happens there. The ark is opened up. And as Noah's first response, the first thing he did you look at verse 20 of chapter 8, Noah built an altar to the Lord. My goodness. Noah's first thought was not, gosh, I'm glad I'm out of that stench. You know, I'm glad I don't have to smell that stuff anymore. No, his first thought was, I need to honor God. We need to commit ourselves to a God-first lifestyle of devotion, my friends. And that's so difficult. We know what it means to be devoted, don't we? Especially if we see things as more than just a job. I think Carly sees her ministry as a nurse more than just a job. Um, Fred was more than just a father, wasn't he? And a husband. And an uncle and a friend. We need to have that lifestyle that that um, we become believers so um, detailed that everything that goes on in our life happens because of our relationship with God and who he is. I think that's the devotion we saw in Noah. That's why he found favor with God and he was, God looked at him and said, that's, that's what I need, not this other stuff. 
So that means to us when something good happens, even when Barb and I first chatted when um, Fred died, we we were talking about um, God answering prayers and how God answered the prayer of that we were praying for to heal heal Fred. Amen. And what did Fred get? But the greatest healing in the world. Wow, wow. It's really strange that we we don't we don't. Anytime something happens, you know, like all these awards that people get, you know, the television awards were on and everything. Nobody stands up and, and somebody, some people will stand up. I, sh- I shouldn't say nobody. Some people will stand up and they'll thank God. But it's a hundred miles down the road after they've thanked all these other people. You know, so th- to, to me, it, it sort of, oh, that I have to say thanks to God too, you know. No, that should be the first thing that we do. I remember being in, in Haiti and, um, and working with Mrs. Pudwell, Mr. Pudwell. Mrs. Pudwell was a nurse. And she was just a tremendous lady. I, she worked day in and day out. And she'd been there for over 15 years when I saw her. And uh, at that time, she was seeing 150 Haitians a day. And I thought, what a victory that was. What a victory because she told us when she first came there, nobody would come and see her for years. Um, they, one person maybe every once in a while. And then after a while, people started saying, this woman can help us. But the, the problem was that it was never their first choice. The Haitians who say they're um, Christian, about 70% of them say they're Christian, but 100% of them are voodoo, they, they would use Mrs. Pudwell only as a last resort. They would give every chicken they had to the voodoo priest to take care of their physical problem or whatever it was. They would give him every, give him all their money except one dime. Because to see Mrs. Pudwell, Dr. Pudwell, it cost you 10 cents. And you had to sit in the worship service. And every day, she, every, every hour, they had a worship service, and those people would come to the worship service, pay their dime, and then she would take care of them. Because they had to give something. She didn't want the dime, but they had to give something. If you don't give anything, it doesn't work. Okay? So, and I, I'm afraid that's the way we are as a, as a people here today. We don't think to say right away, thank you, God, for that. Thank you, God, um, Phyllis Ann and I were in a wreck one time and destroyed our truck and we're climbing up, up out of the truck and this guy says, you, are you okay? And I said, yeah, thank God, we're okay. I thought the guy was going to miss me. But he kept trying to hit us and he did. And, uh, and Phyllis Ann and I cl- climbed up out of there and all we were were thankful to God that he wasn't hurt and then we wasn't hurt. Didn't mer- matter about anything else. But, but it, it's really confusing for us to say, oh, thank you, God, as just not as uh, something that we have to say, but something that comes out naturally. Amen? That's but God, but Noah. Um, Paul said it best in Colossians 3.17. Whatever you do, whether in word or do, deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God, God the Father through him. Everything that we do, no matter what it is. Hmm. The question we would ask is, 
Why doesn't God hear us? Well, because we're not, we're not there for him. You know, it's as bad as Adam and even the garden. Where, where are you? Noah didn't have to say that, I believe. But Noah happened because he was with God all the time. The message says Noah was different and God saw something that he liked there. Let me finish up with this, just this thought. Noah said, I could have said this at the beginning and been done. Noah said, I will live my life with God first, God now, and God always. Did you all get that? I will live my life with God first, God now, and God always. If we want to hear but Floyd, I need to do that. If you want to hear but whomever, we need to understand there's things that we need to do so that God looks down and says, oh, that person's different. I, I, I find them in my, I find them close to my heart. Oh, gosh. Let's pray. God, thank you. Thank you that you challenge us. Challenge us to come into the relationship that you have given so much for. Help us. Help us right now today to decide whether we're here, at home, wherever we're at, to always put you first. Put, put you right in the midst immediately, right now. And decide today that it will be not just this week, not just this day, that it will be for the rest of our lives. Because we want to find, we want to find favor in your eyes, Lord. Not just for us, but so that we can be that, that disciple that you want us to be. To reach out and be used, to be your hands and your feet, to those, your voice even, to those you send our way. Challenge us, Lord, is our prayer. Holy Spirit. Help us not to just be listeners of your word today, but doers of it. We pray this in your son's name and for his glory. And all of God's children said, amen. Praise God. You know what? I bet you we can sing this last song.